0: Welcome to the Global Missions, Inc. Podcast. Today's episode features Nathaniel Swan. Let's just uh, bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we're just so very thankful that, Lord, we look to Easter, that time uh, on Friday, Good Friday, we celebrate Christ dying on the cross for us, bearing our sin. We thank you, Lord, for the great gift of Christ and already, as we've been told tonight, Lord, we you know that all that are named with the name of Christ that have accepted Him are part of the body of Christ. As our brother said 73 years ago, come because you are flesh of our flesh and bone of our bone. We thank you, Lord that even jesus said that the glory that the father had given him he'd given us that we may be one as he is one with the father lord we look for that oneness we look for that unity we look for that coming together to be one with christ we pray tonight lord that these won't be words but that the spirit of revelation will touch each heart and life tonight, bring the truth of what your word tells us, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to bless each one tonight, encourage each one tonight, we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. As I said, uh, it was nice that our brother shared about the beginning, how that we're one with each other and I'd like to talk about that and talk about the scriptures that um, refer to that. I'll start with one that we all know about the communion in First Corinthians chapter 11 um, where Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and concerned about the fact that they're uh, celebrating the communion but not honoring Uh, what Christ did to bring uh, us together as one body and he says here in verse 17 now in this that I declare unto you I praise you not that you come together not for the better but for the worse or first of all when you come together in the church I hear that there be divisions among you and I partly believe it for there must also be heresies among you that they which are proved might be manifest among you when you come together therefore into one place is this not to eat the lord's supper for in eating everyone taketh before other his own supper and one is hungry and another is drunken what have you not houses to eat and drink despise ye the church of god and shame them that have not what shall i say to you shall i praise you in this i praise you not and then he talks about the communion and how the lord shared his uh, body through the bread and through the wine. And he talks about the fact that um, if you drink this cup and eat this bread unworthily, you're guilty of the body and blood of Christ. And he says to examine, let a man examine himself. So let him eat of that bread and drink of that blood cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself. And it says, not discerning the Lord's body. And that's so important as as we've read, Jesus didn't come just to die and bear our sins. But he came to uh, bring us together, uh, this great body of Christ, this bride of Christ. uh, And he wants us to recognize why he's done that and he says for this cause many are weak and sickly among you many sleep if we would judge ourselves we should not be judged but when we are judged we're chastened of the lord that we should not be condemned with the world wherefore my brethren when you come together to eat tarry one for another or wait on each other and that was a something he repeated often in the scriptures when he, he even said that uh, he will be chief among you let him be servant of all and so, as we look at this scripture, you know what says uh, cause about uh, eating and drinking unworthily, eating and drinking damnation to himself. It's not. Uh, it's referring back to the beginning where he said, "There's divisions. If you have divisions among you, you're not honoring God. You're not. You're not discerning the body of Christ. If you have heresies among you, you're not discerning." the right spirit to be part of the body of Christ. If you're reaching out and taking for yourself and not, as it says in the end, not carrying one for another or not waiting on each other, as it says in Philippians, not not looking, just looking on your own things and not the things of others, then that's not the spirit of the body of Christ. That's not what Christ came to do. He came... To make us one, he came uh, to take us out of this world uh, where the enemy is wandering around as a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. It's a a very uh, hostile environment that we live in, but God has given us the light of Jesus Christ to bring us out of the darkness, to bring us to life. I appreciate that uh, so many times in the Bible, if it makes a a statement the converse applies. So um, if we can commit ourselves to the body of Christ and commit ourselves to not have divisions, not have opinions, not have heresies, to instead of putting ourselves first, put one another first, then divine health and divine life will flow and there won't be weak and sickly among us. And that's an exciting thing that there won't be those that sleep. And again, as we go on, as Paul is talking, he he outlines, uh, starts here, uh, talking to them and then goes to chapter 12, where he talks about the natural body and the spiritual body. And then to chapter 13, where he talks about the need for love, that uh, even if you have a tremendous ministry and have faith to move mountains and do all kinds of wondrous things if you don't have that agape love that God has given through Jesus Christ, and it doesn't do anything. But it's exciting that we can be, we can uh, leave our old man behind and reach forth and, and partake of Christ. He says in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 12, for as a body is one and hath many members and all the members of that. Of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ for by one spirit we're baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles whether we be bond or free and have been made to drink into one spirit for the body is not one member but many. And. That's wonderful that we can. Be one body. And we have to remember as it says in Romans that uh, that. That. Uh, Um, God confirms his love to us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were without strength. And we don't want to ever make people feel that have given their hearts to Christ and that are trying to, to be part of that body of Christ that they don't measure up. Because we don't measure up. But Christ has given us his righteousness. His payment his reconciliation, his redemption. He is our redemption. He is everything. And we just have to rest on what he's given us, but also uphold each other. He he goes on to say, when he talks about that, that as a, that, uh, you know, what happens when a body is, is hurt or wounded, all the other parts of the body flow to that one part part of the body to to give it strength and to heal it and that's what we're supposed to do too that's god's expectation so many times in the scripture it talks about us interceding and standing in the gap for it says jesus is at the right hand of god making intercession for us so if he's at the right hand of god making intercession for us and we are seated together in heavenly places in christ then what is our work seated in heavenly places in Christ? It's to intercede one for another. And it says uh, further on in chapter 12, for our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Whether one member suffer, all the members Suffer with it or one member be honored all the members rejoice with it now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular Now, this doesn't have anything to do with. What you are what you've done or with how you feel or your personal struggles or temptations or failures you feel. You are the body of Christ that's a a statement. That's a declaration from God himself. It has nothing to do with how you feel. As our brother stated 73 years ago, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, you are flesh of our flesh, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. You are my brother and sister in Christ now and forever. And that doesn't change at all. That's that's a forever thing. And we need to take advantage of that and to let all of those things which would divide us go and embrace what God has done amongst us. And, you know, it goes on to uh, talk in Hebrews and uh, Jesus, it talks about the fact that Jesus said, as as it uh, repeats what he said in the Psalms, That uh, sacrifice and offering, God would not, but a body he had prepared for him. Jesus is looking for his bride to come forth. He loves each one of us individually, but he's not looking for us to succeed individually. He's looking for that wonderful, beautiful corporate body, corporate bride. To come forth and how it comes forth is is uh by us helping each other, encouraging each other. It says in Isaiah chapter 53, where it talks about um Jesus Christ, and it says that he surely he hath borne. Our griefs and our sorrows and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. And then in Galatians 6 and 2. As Christ has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship, one with another. Fellowship is, is everything. Not achievement, but fellowship, because it is not us that will win this battle. It is not us that will Have the victory, but it's through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit. God will win the battles. God will bring forth and manifest his sons and daughters. We will be known to be his disciples. It says, if ye have loved one for another, then all men will know that ye are my disciples. We know that in Matthew, when he was talking, he said that Then he would say to him that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name did, did, done many wonderful works. And then I will profess to them, I knew you not depart from me, either work iniquity. And that new is the same new that is used throughout the Bible to, prevent, to uh, present the, the intimacy between a man and a woman. And it says that in Ephesians, and a man of love, a woman, and that is, a, I speak of Christ in the church. God is looking for us to come together in a way that we never have before. Uh, to not uh, be speaking our own things, but to be speaking the kingdom of God. To not be hard on each other when we see that Maybe we're not walking as we should walk, but here is this glorious opportunity to pray for each other. There's power in prayer to stand for each other, to encourage each other, and to believe and have faith that as God is working in our own lives and completing that work, he will work in our brothers and sisters' lives. We don't have to set them on the right track. We need to just do what God wants us to do, to encourage, to walk together in love, and to allow him to do his work, to be a co-worker together with God. And we know that as it says in his word over and over again, he came not to condemn, but to save. And God has bound us together. And he's going to bring us through to that place of victory. Let's just pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We know, Lord, that there is uh, many that are struggling today, especially during this time period when there's a lot of job loss. Lord, where there's also those that are under depression and anxiety, but we... Know that, Father, you have asked us, even as your word says, to lift up the hand that hang downs and to strengthen the feeble need. Lord, we know that there's times when we can't even pray. But, Lord, you are asking us to pray for each other. You're asking us to uphold each other, to stand with each other until we come through on the victory side, Lord. We just pray for those today that are in a struggle, Lord, that have lost their hope. But they gave their heart to you, Lord, and we pray on their behalf. We we know that uh, there's so many out there that are praying for us. Lord, we know that there's so many that are bearing us up to the throne. We pray that... those that are in need of a a strengthened knee and to lift up their hands to thee, Lord, that we can lift up their hands to you on their behalf. May they feel the body of Christ. May they feel the spirit of Christ, the corporate spirit of Christ, the body of Christ, holding them up and lifting their hands lifting their spirits lord let your holy spirit go out to them even right now let no one who has given their heart to the lord think that they are on the outside or that they are unworthy because they are made worthy by the blood of christ our only worthiness is in the blood of christ lord we thank you for the great gift that he gave us he died and bore our sins but he rose again in resurrection life May the body, Lord, arise in resurrection life, each part upholding the other, each part ministering life and encouragement to the other. We thank you for what you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.